It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey everyone, it is Thursday, March 16th. It's episode, I don't know, of Shea Station and might be our saddest episode ever. Uh, Edwin Diaz had an electric inning in Puerto Rico's win over the DR. Probably the biggest win maybe in that nation's history in the WBC and they celebrated and tore his patellar tendon and Edwin Diaz is going to be out for eight months and he's going to miss the entire 2023 season. And I... Can't even balance out my thoughts, really. Yeah, I think I think that's it. For those that don't know, he tore his patellar tendon. Um, eight months is the general. You know, Billy Upler said eight months is like the the end all be all. If you're a miracle worker and you have incredible like abilities, it could be six months. Um, but I would expect eight months. So I'm saying the whole year as well. Uh, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for Edwin Diaz. It's heartbreaking because, gosh, he looked electric. And it was, uh, it, you know, a great inning, a big win, a rivalry win. Um, it was a big deal. And he looked great. And it was in a celebration. So there's a lot of people up in arms about the WBC, how you feel about it. And it, I, it's warranted. And I understand as a player, it's a big deal. You know, the the American players... Uh, especially the pitchers have a hard time committing to it because they understand the risks involved. It's so early in camp. The Latin guys on the other hand are, are usually ready to go because they've been playing all winter ball. Um, they're ready to go. It means, it means a little bit different risk for them. And it wasn't even a pitching injury. So it's a freak freak thing. Heartbreaking. Um, whole season. Yeah. It's, so, uh, it's that, really that upsetting. Stinks. I mean, uh, you bring up the WBC, and, you know, it has to be mentioned because that's obviously where the setting where this happened. Uh, but Diaz looked great. You know, this isn't a throwing injury. This is a freak injury. Uh, it really is. It came during a celebration. And, I mean, I was talking with Joe's McFly because he's at the warehouse, and we were talking about it before, and, you know, the greatest closer of all time once missed an entire season because he was shagging fly balls. Like, these things, they just happen sometimes. And, unfortunately, it happened to the Mets, one of the Mets' best weapons that they have back there, and also, I th- I've been thinking more sentimentally as a fan because now this is a whole, a whole year where I don't get to see the trumpets because one th- one story I brought up uh, a couple episodes ago was I brought my parents to their first and only game uh, last year at City Field and they got to see the trumpets for the first time and the blackout lights and and when Diaz coming in and they had such a good time and that was the entertainment factor of going to see the Mets play and now that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's a it's a huge loss. I mean, it's a, the loss is for baseball. I yeah. mean, his entrance transcended you know pop culture. It, it it leaked into you know regular pop culture. It was it was wonderful. And I know the Mets had big plans for this year. I know they they did a lot of things to their scoreboard. They put in a lot of effort, money, time into making Edwin Diaz's entrance special. And now we'll just have to wait one more year. Um, you know, we're thinking 2024 comeback player of the year kind of stuff, but it, it it's a big loss. It's huge. It's a loss for baseball, but we're a Mets podcast and this is tough. This is a, arguably the biggest signing of the off season 
uh, for the New York Mets. I mean, having that lockdown ninth inning is, is a breath of fresh air. There was nobody else on the market that could have touched upon what he was capable of doing, what he looked like he was going to keep doing for this year. Um, it's not insurmountable, but it's a it's a huge loss both in the clubhouse and especially in that ninth inning. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the contract when it was first signed. We did a whole episode, uh, and it was basically like this is a big price to pay, but you know you're really paying for those first three years that you feel are lockdown years for Edwin Diaz, where he's still not even thirty years old and he's got his best stuff. And the whole thing was, you know, if you didn't sign Diaz. Who do you go get? Do you get Craig Kimbrell? Do you go get Kenley Jansen? Like, there's not a lot of options outside of him. And that's still true. I mean, the Mets have built themselves a really good bullpen with good depth, and I still trust that bullpen. But, you know, when you take the head off of the monster, the monster gets a little bit weaker. You know, it's a little bit easier to conquer. And I think last year, getting to the ninth inning and saying, okay, well, the game's over. The Mets got to win today. That was huge. That was such a comforting feeling. And I, I have confidence in guys like David Robertson, who's a proven closer, who closed World Series games last year. Adam Adovino, closer in the past for the Rockies and those playoff teams. These guys can do it. It's just I don't know if they can do it as well as Diaz was doing it last year. Yeah, again, this is this is the argument uh, of a lifetime here. Like, what are they going to do? It's a yeah. big loss. It's that security blanket knowing that if you're winning after eight innings, you're going to get a W. Uh, it's a loss for entertainment value. Being able to watch this guy throw every day was spectacular. But the bottom line is it's still 60 innings, 62 yeah. innings. You can uh, find you that. You can fill that gap. Yeah, The you can definitely bullpen is volatile. You can bank on some guys, but there's going to be some fluctuation there's plenty of room back there for somebody to step up a, a drew smith to emerge uh robertson to to dominate brooks Raley to show up and, and if it's that kyle schwarber area to to get some saves uh there's not much on the market zach Britton threw like a month ago for teams um he probably is going to throw again for teams to see where he's at in his progression that doesn't you know move the meter for me very much he's still a very solid pitcher but you can't replace diaz with that same type, there's nobody out there like him unless you traded for, you know, there's like three other guys that are, that are well, in that category. Let's, let's, let's talk you about know, the classes, the Dovals, like, you know, whatever. But you can still get it done. You can still win a World Series without Edwin Diaz. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. They still have a great bullpen. Uh, they're just going to – it's going to be a lot more bumps in the road. Um, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I mean, I want to touch on two things you mentioned there. One, you know, the closer is not an end-all be-all for whether or not you can win a World Series. The season is not over. It was just this was a luxury that the Mets had uh, as an edge over a lot of other teams that were kind of, you know, flying free at the end there. Uh, But you can get it done with the guys that you have for sure. The other thing I want to mention is that the Mets find themselves in a position where the only real way to replicate someone that can immediately step into the closer role and ascend to the top of the bullpen it's probably through a trade. I mean, you know, that's something that they're going to have to think about. It probably won't be a thing until, you know, June, July, whatever. But you have Diaz's brother on the Reds. I don't think that's going to happen. But David Bednar is a great pitcher on the Pirates. And who knows how their year is going to go. There are guys on, you know, AL West teams that the Mets could look at. But the factor of it is that there is a plan in place with David Robertson. I do believe he's going to be the closer. I'd be surprised if he wasn't, especially because he's a guy that's been there before. But now the pressure, 
the pressure is so much more on the high five who's now a high four. I guess we can't make those shirts anymore um, because one of those guys has to step up and the other three have to stay healthy and stay productive because a lot more weight is going to be put on them. Yeah, it, it's 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 a big loss, man. It's yeah. one of the most electrifying ball players, hitter, pitcher uh, on the planet. It's he's he's special. I feel bad for him. I've been through the rehab process. It is not fun. It is a mental, you know, mental health grind. It's a physical health grind. Uh, my heart goes out to him because, you know, this is probably the first time he's ever felt physically vulnerable before as a human being, you know, uh, I feel for him. He'll be fine. He's got good people around him, but it's definitely going to be hard for him. Um but the Mets themselves, especially this season, it's not over. It's not doom and gloom. You know, when I think about the Mets winning the World Series, or I'm sure those players in, in the clubhouse were envisioning Game 7, Edwin Diaz is the guy on the mound shutting it down. Like, it's that was simple. You just have to reassess what it is. The goal is still the same. It's still a, a factor. It's definitely a little bit more to overcome now. Um, but the the goal is still the same. This team didn't lose – you know, the, the ability to win the world series, your odds got a little bit more stacked against you, but this is still a very capable team, even just on paper of winning the world series. Yeah. I mean, the guys we're going to be competing directly with, they're going to roll into seasons with, you know, good relief pitchers at the back end, but nobody that is like that dominant fire throwing closer that you should be afraid of. And that was, you know, like I said before, an edge that the Mets had on other teams, I think it's especially disheartening because Diaz has been healthy like his entire career, even in the low ends of his career. His minimum in a full season has been 62 innings. So he's always been on the field taking the ball when he needs to. And this is a freak injury. You know, it's nothing with his arm. And I think I, I don't know. It's weird to say what would be worse, but I'm glad it's not his arm. I'm glad it was this freak thing because I fully believe Diaz can come back from this and still be just as dominant as he was. And you still have four more years of Diaz after this. So this is still part of the long-term plan. It's just seeing it in the first year would have been really, really special. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely... I'm very happy it's not his arm. You know, that's it's not a shoulder and elbow. Like, those are bigger deals. This is obviously an eighth-month rehab. It's no joke. Like, patellar tendon is no joke. It could have effects. I've seen guys with knee issues, especially power pitchers, lose that ability. It's his right knee, so that's not his land leg, which is right, huge. Right. Like, it's something that not many people are talking about. Um, weakness in your landing leg is is a big deal, especially the way he forces down the rubber. Um, but who knows? He could come back stronger. Rehab has, you know, Tommy John for a while was this magical thing where guys get it and they throw harder. It wasn't because of the surgery. It was because of their ability to realize that rehab should actually be a part of your every day. So Diaz could be come back and, and be the Henry Rowan Gardner uh, and all of a sudden throw 109. Do you know yeah. who Henry Rowan Gardner is? I don't think I do. You ever seen Rookie of the Year? Oh, of not course the, I have. Yeah, okay. not the the Dennis Quaid one, but the yeah. Let's pull up a picture. Thomas Ian Nicholas one. Yeah, oh there my he gosh. is. Pulled that out of a hat. How about that? <laughs> that was uh, impressive. Yeah, so I, I expect him to bounce back and be be Edwin Diaz uh, again. But it's you know, twenty twenty three is definitely took a hit. Do you want to get into at all the WBC? You know, we split this into New York yeah. Mets. I think we realize that, that what we can do. Do you want to talk about the WBC as a whole? I mean, the what I'll say here is that if Edwin Diaz doesn't get injured, all we're talking about 
is how awesome the WBC is because that was one of the greatest WBC games ever put on it. If you remember, it, you know, it wasn't that eventful of a back and forth game. It was a lot of bases loaded jams that PR got out of and then just a lot of clutch hits by them and they kind of held DR at bay the whole game, but the crowd brought it all to life and made it feel so much more than it was. So people that are saying, you know, the WBC should be suspended or anything like that really confuse me. I think they're, they're speaking from the heart as fans right now because they're going to go through the season without seeing, you know, one of their most special players on the mound. But I, I don't blame the WBC, man, because I mentioned at the top of the episode, Mo, got, Mo lost a season shagging fly balls. These things just happen. And I wish it didn't happen, but I don't think it's the WBC's fault. Well, I mean, it's definitely a WBC injury. It happened uh, there, but I don't you know, think it happened he finished the, the inning and without great. it, he doesn't happen. Again, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I, I have a point here that Mets fans have hated the WBC ever since it realized it's going to be missing 10 players. So I get it. I love the WBC. It is It was designed to grow the game globally, and it's doing that, and it's putting great baseball out right now. But I understand that the Mets fans hate it because they're one of the teams that are at most risk. They put out, what was it, 10 guys? Their whole infield. Their it's closer. Escobar, Lindor. They're lucky, they're lucky that it wasn't five years ago and Scherzer and, and, and Verlander are also pitching because it, it, it's a big deal. And so I understand that there's calls for it. There's going to be question marks for Steve Cohen. I'm sure he's so pissed because that is a big investment to make for your New York Mets to allow to go to the WBC. Now, again, I love it as an event. I love the concept that it's growing the game because it is. You see the crowds in Japan. The crowds in Miami have never been that raucous. Like it's just even the MLB team has never been like that. So I do like the event. But I also understand if people don't want it, don't want to allow their players to go play in it. Sure. Yeah. No, I get Your that. Your number one goal, especially for the teams of Major League Baseball teams, your number one goal is to win a World Series. Like there's Joe's McFly is a very proud Dominican person. But if he if you asked him right now, does he want to win the Dominican WBC? Obviously, they can't because it got knocked out. Or a Yankees World Series? What's he going to say? He's going to say the World Series. I, I, I get where you're coming from, but I, I still want – part of me really liked seeing Mets players represented in the WBC. Part of me as a fan, like I loved watching Lindor hit, hit a little league home run and pick it at short. That was great. And Edwin Diaz looked amazing in that ninth inning. And – these freak, freak injuries have happened for stupider reasons. Like, Zach Wheeler got injured. He hurt his fingernail putting on his pants once. Like, uh, Zach Plesak ripped off his shirt and br- breaks his right thumb. Like, stupid things happen all the time. Matt Cain. Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger dislocated his shoulder. Has never been the same since. Like, these things just Celebrating happen. a home run. I, I get it. I get yeah. it. But I still understand the totally. being upset. Totally. Like, I, I don't think any Met fan should be policing another Met fan on how they feel. There's no... Agreed. Police. Agreed on that. I could agree. Feel you're mad. You're feel. allowed to be mad. I would yeah. be furious. I still am not sure that this is the best time of year to do it. I know pitchers are at a, a disadvantage. It, it's tough. And I understand. I think it's a, a, a beautiful event that the Olympics could never be because of when it takes place. Um, so this is the, the chance to make 
baseball a bigger deal in the world and it is doing so and i think it's going to continue to grow but these are these are the things that are going to happen on occasion that just are devastating yeah and the mets happen to be the team that's feeling it but they can still win the world series like it's not over for this team they're going to get together yeah this is another hard part i, I talked about on sny like check it out rocking the, oh okay still the oh, it's I like crazy that. i like that uh but i had to you like you talked about how the team co- overcomes this a big thing about the wbc right now is they're still spread out everywhere there's still teams all over the place they can't come together as the new york mets and overcome the loss of one of their elite players, elite personalities in the clubhouse. This guy carried weight uh, a long way. The their, the healing process is going to be a little bit slower because guys are spread out. So um, they'll overcome it. Baseball moves on. Trust me. Uh, father time is undefeated. You will be a former player. You know, the team, the MLB games will go on. There's going to be people cheering when – David Robertson gets a save and they're going to be happy. Um, It's a big loss. It's a huge loss, but it's still one player on a team that's going to have 40 contributors. So it's a big one, but it's still Mets baseball is not reliant upon one guy. Yeah, no, I I think you, you summed it up well. And this is going to be a good test of adversity. For these guys, how are you going to respond? Are you going to come out hot? How are you going to address, you know, some, some guy in the bullpen is now going to get an opportunity. How are they going to take advantage of that opportunity? I'm very curious to see how the roster shakes out from there. Very curious to see who steps up in the ninth inning, whether it's multiple guys by committee or one guy wins the job. Whether it's that, That's my guess. My guess is they're going to mix and match. Robertson will be the, the, the guy, but they're not going to overwork these old men in the back end. No. You know what I mean? And we'll... The Mets front office act quickly, put in a weapon There's there. Out there, uh, I think the trade deadline is definitely going to be a target. There'll be guys on the move. You talked about Bednar. Um, yeah, things will happen, but I, there's just no solution that no. feels perfect right now. Can't trade for Class A, so there is no solution. But yeah, he's not going. There's pivoting that you can do. Very curious. Pivot. Uh, pivot. But. Yeah, the uh, the wound is fresh, so I'm hey, not thinking too much. Love about seeing that. you though. It's great hey, to see your face. You too. This is two days in a row for us. I don't have my nice. iPad this time. My computer's working. Yeah, it's not going to follow you around when you go side to side like no, that. I know. That I'm weird just camera. Stick around. All right, I think that's all we really need to say here. Yeah, I mean, keep your chins up, boys. There's still a great season, and girls, and girls, and non-binary. Do whatever, whoever Beautiful. you are. Keep your chin up. If you have multiple chins, keep them up too. Keep them both if you up. don't have a chin, I feel for you. Keep that up. <laughs> Head up, <laughs> eyes up. You'll be okay. You can mourn. I'm sad. Uh, It's a big loss for baseball. I will miss, and I will miss it a lot during the season. Uh, That shutdown big inning, that that fun part of baseball will be missing. Um, But still a baseball season to be had. I will still enjoy this season. And let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. We'll see you tomorrow for a PPP. Sorry we said that yesterday and then this happened. So there actually will be a PPP tomorrow. Love you guys. And like Jerry said, keep your chin up. Keep on keeping on.